Chapter 8 of Yechezkel, actually chapter 8 of Yechezkel, 9 and 10 and 11 are essentially one piece. And they're about the temple that Yechezkel sees. In the beginning of chapter 8, we are told, In the sixth year, on the fifth day, the sixth month, I was sitting at home. The elders of Judah were sitting before me, and there the hand of God fell upon me. Now we remember that Yechezkel was in exile, the prophet of exile, apparently sitting with people before him, the elders of Judah who have been uh, deported from the land. And we are told, I saw. I looked, there was a figure that had the appearance of fire, from what appeared as his loins down was fire, from his loins up his appearance was resplendent, had the color of amber. He stretched out the form of a hand, he took me by the hair, tzitzit, that the fringes, the hair of my head. And the spirit lifted me between heaven and earth. And brought me to Jerusalem in the visions of God. To the entrance of the Pnimite, the inner gate that faces north. And in that gate was the site, the infuriating image that provokes fury. There's some kind of an image in the temple. In this vision, Yechez was brought to the temple. He imagines being brought to the temple. And at the entrance to the temple is the site of the infuriating image. Now, we're not told what this infuriating image is, and one can speculate. We know that King Menashe had brought idols into the temple. Menashe was the king of Judah, and he's often blamed for the ultimate exile of the people. Even the saintly Yoshio could not stem the tide. So perhaps this infuriating image, this idolatrous image, was put there by Menashe, the text doesn't tell us, but Yechesel was being brought to see the temple, and the picture of Yechesel envisioning this and being brought there, as the very next verse suggests, reminds us of the beginning of the book. And he says, this vision was just like the vision I had seen in the valley. That refers to the first chapter of Yechezkel. That's the way the book begins. So Yechezkel essentially is being conveyed, at least in his mind, conveyed, to see the temple. We notice that in chapter 8, the word that appears over and over and over again is the word to see. Constantly a focus on the word to see. And I wonder whether this focus on the word to see. And what he's seeing, of course, in this chapter, is the corrupted temple. 
And we remember that the temple itself, the sacred place, was first uncovered by Abraham, by Abraham, story of the binding of Isaac, Har HaMoriah, Mount Moriah, and Abraham called the place Hashem Yireh, the place that God sees. God sees is the name of the place, which is known today, the place in which God is seen. So you have the sense of the temple being the place in which God sees and is seen. And now in this chapter, we have this constant focus on to see. But what Yechezkel is seeing in chapter 8 is hardly the God who sees and is seen, but rather what he sees in chapter 8 of Yechezkel is a series of four abominable behaviors, and he's being brought to see this by God in his vision. So, for example, in verse number 5, Look, says God, turn your eyes northward. And he sees in the north of the gate of the altar that infuriating image on the approach. Do you see what they're doing, says God? Do you see? You will see, you see what they're doing, terrible abominations, you shall see even greater abominations. So what you're going to see are these abominations. And the chapter details four different practices that are problematic. The first one has been described. And then in verse number seven, he's told the following. Then God brought me to the entrance of the court. I saw. There was a hole in the wall. Human. Break through the hole. Break through the wall. I broke through the wall. And there was an entrance. See the abominations that they are doing here. Simple. And I saw, I looked, and all detestable forms of creeping things and beasts and all the fetishes of the house of Israel were depicted over the entire wall. And not just that, in verse 11, Vishivim Ish Mizignei Beit Yisrael and 70 elders of Israel, Vyaznao ben Shafan Omei Betocham, Ombimuthneem, Ish Miktato Biado, and there were 70 elders, Yazanya, son of Shafan, was standing in their midst, everyone had a censer in his hand, and a thick cloud of incense smoke ascended. Ataranan Akhtoret Oveh. Reminds us of, of course, the incense that is brought daily and the incense that is brought on the Day of Atonement on Yom Kippur that fills the inner chamber. And here there are 70 elders with their censers, but before them on the walls are all of these images, forbidden images. And God says, 
אשר זקני בית ישראל עושים בחושך, איש בחדרי מסקיתו, כי אומרים אין השם רואה אותנו. They say God does not see us. עוזב השם את הארץ. We have remarked already that the idea of seeing is central to the chapter, but the very place of the temple itself is called in the Torah the place in which God sees and God appears. Hashem Yehra'er, the place that God is seen. And the people, says God, say about God that God doesn't see. God has abandoned the land. So, of course, it plays off the very idea of the temple, the place where you go to be seen and the place where you go to see. And that was the second abomination. We recall, of course, that in the Torah, on the walls of the Mishkan, there are the carvings of the cherubs, the kruvim, who also appear not only on the curtains, but the kruvim appear, of course, above the very ark. But over here, these other images, which presumably are used in idolatrous worship, they're on the walls. And the people inside, the 70 elders, the leaders of the people, are saying, we'll do whatever we want here, for God does not see. And God says to Yechezkel, you'll see even worse things. And the third thing Yechezkel sees in verse 14, he goes to the entrance of the north gate of the house, and there, Nashim Yoshvot, their women are sitting, Mivakot et tamuz bewailing Tammuz. Tammuz is a god. Idolatrous God, of course. They're bewailing Tammuz. We know Tammuz as a month of the Hebrew calendar. But the months of the Hebrew calendar, strangely enough, some of them are named for Babylonian gods. Do you see, O mortal? And you'll see even worse. And now he's brought finally, in verse 16, to the inner court. And he goes at the entrance to the temple of God, and he sees about 25 people. Their back is to the, to the temple. They face the east, and they are bowing down to the sun. And Yechezkel was told in verse 17, Have you seen how Ra'ita ben Adam, Halokel of is it not enough, says God to Yechezkel, for the house of Judah to practice abominations they have committed here, that they must fill the country with lawlessness and provoke me still further? So we have over here a description of four abominable behaviors that are taking place within the temple, and an illusion that it's not just within the temple that this is happening, but rather the earth is filled with Hamas. We'll come back to the earth being filled with Hamas in our discussion in the next chapter. And we will also discuss in the next chapter what is the point of bringing Yechezkel into the temple to see these things, this vision that he sees. What actually is the book of Yechezkel driving at? What is the inference that we should draw from the four different abominations that Yechezkel witnesses in the vision of chapter 8?